Hey, welcome everybody to the Indie Pod podcast. I'm your host, Super Joe Pardo, and we have an episode for all of you business people out there this week uh, talking about expanding your business through your podcast, and I have a great guest for that. But before we get started, uh, before we jump into that, before I introduce my guest to my my left, your right, uh, pop in the chat if you're watching live, pop in the chat where you're listening from. We'd love to, to find out uh, where everybody's listening from tonight here on the Facebook live stream. Uh, if you feel so inclined we would love to have you join us september 24th to the 26th at indie podcon it's in the philadelphia swedesboro new jersey area uh and it is going to be a great time if you want to save 10 percent off if you missed the black friday deal uh i feel bad for you you, you missed 25 percent off but uh you can still get 10 percent off if you use offer code ipp at indiepodcon.com slash register Oh, what else is there? Uh, if you missed the announcement last two, well, two weeks ago, because last week was was Thanksgiving, so I, you know, I didn't get the record last week. But uh, if you missed the announcement, we have a merch store. You can go to indiepodcon.com slash shop. Uh, I should probably set up a ten percent off for people who watch or and or listen to this show. Maybe I'll get around to that before the end of this show. If I do, then I will be announcing. If not, it'll be next week. Uh, I'll have to put it on my to do list. Uh, let's see if you have is probably the last week I'll mention this the Mapcon 5 vlog. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. The in, uh, indiepodcon.com slash blog. It's about a half hour long, super fun. Uh, I had a lot of uh, enjoyment getting to put this one together. And if you haven't joined us in the Facebook group, you absolutely show, you know, we're at 600 and last time I checked, it was 699 members. It has grown exponentially since, uh, since Mapcon wrapped up or MapCon 5 wrapped up, I should say, and it has been absolutely awesome. If you or someone you know wants to start a podcast or you want to dive deep into a topic that you have a question about, go check out the How to Start Your Podcast Ultimate Guide that I wrote myself. There's like 20-plus YouTube videos in there, tutorials, uh, tutorial videos, all kinds of stuff, all baked right into the guide. Go to IndiePodCon.com slash SAP. Uh, and our uh, our guest tonight is here all the way from St. Louis, Missouri, which I had mentioned that I had been to twice. I didn't actually get to go in the arch, so because um, the line was like crazy long, and I heard it's very claustrophobic, and I decided to to pass up on it. Uh, our guest tonight is the CEO of Bonnie L. Frank coaching and consulting everybody give it up for bonnie frank Woo! <laughs> how, are we, how are we doing tonight bonnie i'm good thanks well what does good feel like good feels really really good because i just had a chocolate dipped ice cream cone and i'm oh. really happy that is that is that does sound good uh <laughs> what's up lou glad you could join us tonight um so, so Bonnie, give let's give people a little bit of background about yourself. Uh, you know how you got into coaching, consulting, what kind of coaching, consulting, and and the like. Alrighty, so um, I'm a former teacher and college professor, 
of 20 years and oh, wow. I turned entrepreneur overnight because I got really tired of Common Core. I love <laughs> teaching and I love teaching, but Common Core is not for me. Um, and uh, so I started my coaching and consulting business and I've done that for five years. I built my business from uh, scratch with live streaming. And then for the past five months, I've had a podcast. And that brings you to today. That is awesome. So five months you've been podcasting to help grow your, your coaching and consulting business. Mm -hmm. And what like what specifically do you coach? I'm assuming you're coaching teachers. No, I am no. not. <laughs> okay. What do you what do you who are who who is your I ideal am client? Absolutely not. No, no, no. I'm a business coach. Um, and everybody said I couldn't do it because I was only a teacher, air quotes. Mm. Um, and that I didn't know anything about business, but I did and I do, and I'm a business coach. And uh, so if any teachers want to go into business, that's fine. I'll be happy to help them. But no, I'm not talking about teaching. And um, uh, yeah, so 95% uh, of my clients are women. It just ends up that way. And um, I help people start and grow their online businesses. That is awesome. 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 So if you have any questions uh for for my, bonnie or myself uh about your business and growing your business through your podcast uh pop pop the questions in the chat uh yeah lou says hashtag business built on live streaming <laughs> uh yeah i mean that's that's essentially what i did when i left my family's business and, and started podcasting about a month and a half later uh was built everything around the podcast usually it's supposed to go the other way around you build the, the business and you build the marketing plan through podcasting or you build the blog and get the audience start the podcast and hashtag make a million dollars but uh but it, it you know it always happens differently for different people and the situations and what you're you know good at what you feel comfortable with is is going to be different than what everybody else some people really feel comfortable with like you know, hacking away at the keyboard and, and typing lots of blogs. Some people feel comfortable talking on the mic. Some people feel comfortable in the front of the camera. Some people feel com more comfortable live streaming like like we're doing here. Uh, it just depends, you know, what you you know, what lane you, you want to find yourself in and where your audience is. Right. So so how have you used podcasting to to grow your business, Bonnie? Um, well, I originally grew my audience with live streaming and then I didn't work for about two years. I just lived off of passive income. Mm. And uh, then when I went back to work, I thought, well, I could just go back to live streaming. That would be very easy. I could just walk right into that. But then I thought, okay, well, you know, I always like a challenge. And so I had always said that you could build a very good business in front of the mic, behind the mic, in front of a camera, behind the camera, or with no micro camera at all, like for example, blogging. And so I thought, well, now's a perfect time to put my money literally where my mouth is and start a podcast. So I went ahead and started that. I knew that I wanted to start a podcast for the past six years. I just had never done it. Um, yeah. So that, so that, uh, so as far as live streaming, like what uh, were you doing? Like, like what kind of content were you putting out there that uh, really helped attract the the clientele that you were looking for? Uh, well, so I started live streaming four and a half years ago, and I've beta tested fourteen different live streaming platforms, 
And um, hi, Emily. <laughs> and uh, so I, uh, you know, most of those platforms have come and gone and, and most people have never heard of them before, but um, each of them I was able to monetize. So I was able to build an audience and monetize that audience off of each and every platform. So when I would go live, I would talk about business. I would talk about social media. I would talk about marketing. I would talk about a business plan. I would talk about equipment. I would talk about live streaming in general and, and do's and don'ts. Um, and I would also just talk about my reflections on different things that happened in the day. And to me, everything goes back to business. For me, everything is a business lesson, absolutely anything and everything. So that's what I would talk about. And when I started my business, I would live stream three to seven times a day, seven days a week. So you can do the math. That's a lot of live streams. <laughs> no, it it ab absolutely is. Um, well, were you funneling people to a specific product or funnel uh, like for one-on-one -on -one coaching or group coaching or or? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So yes, all the above. Your <laughs> yeah. So, um, so it first started out with, I had group coaching, I had masterminds and I started with that. And then I went from that to one-on-one -on -one coaching. I also in the process created some courses. So I sold those and I originally built my business on Periscope, you know, Twitter live. Mm -hmm. And so when Periscope was invented, all of the scope, so all of the live broadcast disappeared in 24 hours. That's where Instagram yep. Live got the idea. And so I took advantage of that and I gathered up my first 100 scopes, or not even first 100, actually, I went through about 400, the 100 of the best of that group. And then I whittled it down to 70 of the, of the 70 of that 100 best. And I started a membership site because the only way that, you know, it's like putting your podcast uh, episode behind a paywall. It's the same thing because the only way they could have access to those because Periscope deleted them automatically within 24 hours was to go through me. And so, um, that's how I was able to live, uh, off of passive income for two years, I lived off of that exact same membership site that I built with those exact same 70 videos, Periscope videos, um, which was then built up to, oh gosh, about 350 different products um, that was hmm. in the membership site. That's what let me live for a couple of years without doing anything. That That is awesome. Now, Lou has a question. Bonnie, what was the catalyst that drove you to finally launch your podcast? Okay. Um, hi, Lou. <laughs> Lou has known me since Periscope days and we've never met, but hopefully we will at podcast at Podfest. Um, so uh, what finally got me to do it was, and I was absolutely frozen. And I even, I did an episode on this. My, my podcast is Business Fabulous and episode seven is about literally, I was terrified to start a podcast. And I go, I went through all of the things that I very strategically and intentionally did to get myself to push publish. And I, it was literally about four or five months straight of terror. I, mm. I it was, it was a full body situation. It was horrible. Um, so I had a village of podcasters behind me, um, some podcasting hall of famers who were encouraging me. 
Um, some people who have known me from Periscope days who were like, just do it, you know, do it, do it. And we really want you to do a pod, a podcast. You can do it. I know you can. Um, and, and, uh, so finally I did it and it literally took, <laughs> it took a friend of mine who she was actually one of my very first clients. And then we met for the very first time four years later, um, at the Kajabi conference in April, it took her literally sitting down with me on zoom step by step by step and saying, okay, now push it, do this, do that. Okay. Now click this button. All right. Click it, push publish. Okay. There you published your first episode. And I was like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> I just I freaked <laughs> out. I totally freaked out. And then I found out that I wasn't even talking into my microphone <clears throat> during that episode. So that's where I learned that you could listen back to your episodes before you publish them. So now it's a learning tool. <laughs> Lou followed it up with, uh, have you now scaled back your live streams in favor of the podcast? Because both are a significant time commitment in time, which I totally agree as a person who shoots pretty much everything exclusively in video and then exports it to audio as well. Every step just takes that much more time to convert and and I don't even do any editing but like when I do video I edit so it, it you know if it's just audio then it's just a, a a stream of consciousness but when it comes to video like it, it's kind of hard to not do at least some editing to it um but yeah how have you have you scaled back at all uh I have <laughs> I definitely <laughs> have um I'm I'm basically down to uh at least one live stream a day somewhere so if you don't see me live stream, it doesn't mean I'm not doing it. It just means I'm probably doing it in one of my Facebook groups or one of my other groups or with a specific group of people that you just maybe didn't see or, or something like that. So at least once a day as opposed to three to seven times a day. Um, but also when I was doing three to seven times a day, I had tried to build my business many other ways and I did not get a paying client for the first 14 months that I was working on my business because I was teaching myself everything. I knew nothing. My degrees are in education. <laughs> I have no business background whatsoever. So a lot of people said I had no business going into business, but I did it anyway. Um, so I figured, you know what? I have literally nothing to lose. I'm just going to go ahead and, and try live streaming. And if it doesn't work, then I'll try the next thing because one of these things will work and I will be successful in business. Now, what uh, do you do? You find more traction in Facebook or Twitter, LinkedIn? Like, what? Where? Where do you find your traction at? Um, well, the traction happens if you if you know how to leverage the platform. So it's not you know everyone's like, well, where's the best place? Well, there's no best place. It's like, what's the best microphone? Well, that would depend on what you want, to <laughs> right? Yep, absolutely. Um, what's the best running shoe? Well, that depends also. So, Big time. <laughs> um, and, you know, so, the, so that answer is kind of the same. So I went from using uh, Periscope to using 13 other platforms. And now I'm almost exclusively on Facebook just because it. I don't even think about it. It's just that's the way my StreamYard and my Ecamm are set up. And, and mm. I that's where I go. And then I can, you know, go to my variety of different groups and things like that. Um, I do not have LinkedIn Live yet. 
So yeah, I, I don't either. I do or we would too. be going on LinkedIn Live. I, you know, I, one of the problems with LinkedIn is, yeah, I can upload video, but what it, the problem is is I can only upload ten minutes of video. So it becomes it became a problem. Like so, when I was doing my solo episodes, I I intentionally shrunk my episodes down so to fit the 10 minute mark so that i could upload the linkedin so i could get more traction with with you know uh business owners but i feel like i don't know i i feel like i, I could see facebook being a better place for for female people you know females who want who are also into business or wanting to start a business or something to that effect because they're already on there like they're like i don't know it just Emails are also on, on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Well, yeah, I know Karen Yankovic. I, I mean, shout Caroline, out to Karen. No, it's not. I mean, Karen specializes in LinkedIn, but but no, I mean, men and women are both um, step into twenty. Oh yeah, they're but both I'm just saying, on, like, on am I going to find men on Facebook that are interested in 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 business as much as women? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yes. It just so happens that, I mean, look at any business and they're not just advertising to women on Facebook, but, um, but it just so happens that LinkedIn is all about business, right? Where Facebook right. is not all about business. And even though we all know Mr. Zuckerberg said family and friends and all of that, we've always unit used it for business. I, I mean, I knew that the second I was going on Periscope, I was using it for business regardless. Mm. It, it didn't matter what type of account I had. Every live stream, I, I have absolutely gone on with the intention to monetize it. Everything I do, I think that way. So it doesn't really um, matter the gender and it doesn't matter the platform. It matters that you know where your audience is and you're speaking to your audience and to what your audience wants. And you're giving mm -hmm. it to them, no matter where you are and how you're delivering the content. No, I, I mean, I would agree. I mean, I, I definitely agree. I, I was just asking as a generalization. Um, now, Lou asks, is there such a thing as live streaming too often? Or do you subscribe to the more is better model? That is a really good question. Um, I don't subscribe to more is better. More of anything is not necessarily better. Although more butter might be better to be now that I think about it. But um, ice cream, more ice cream is better. More ice cream and more chocolate. There you go. And coffee. Okay, so those things. That more is always better with those things. But those things aside, um, it you know if you have something to say of value, then say it. But just because you have access to a live streaming platform doesn't mean that you should use it. And it doesn't mean that you should start talking. So you need and, and a lot of people will do that. And it's unfortunate because and that's why uh, that's one of the reasons why LinkedIn has pulled back. More butter is better. Thank you, Lou. That is the hashtag for the day. Um, that's why LinkedIn has pulled back. On some of the things, that's one of the reasons for the limitation of the 10 minutes of video, because they don't want it video after video after video going through the feed. They've seen um, how people have used and abused live streams on a variety of platforms. LinkedIn sat back and watched it all happen the same way that Zuckerberg did before he launched Facebook Live. He watched very carefully. He watched uh, Meerkat, which is kind of 
gone. Yeah, Meerkat. Periscope. He watched those very, very carefully before launching Facebook Live. And he took their, their greatest and their best and also their mistakes to heart before launching. LinkedIn has done the same thing and now has had a plethora of platforms to really look at and analyze and to decide how they wanted how they want to do it. So they didn't allow just anybody and everybody in their next door neighbor to have access hmm. to the platform. They've been rolling it out slowly over time. And, um, and, and they are being uh, strategic in how those live streams should look and how they should be. And they really do want them to be more professional. Having said that, it doesn't matter what platform you're on, if you have value to give, you should give it. And it shouldn't matter what you're wearing. And it shouldn't matter if you've got pro lighting or you've got a professional background or you've got a high-end mic or, or whatever. It really shouldn't matter. And especially with live streaming, nobody, nobody expects live streaming audio to be perfect. Nobody <laughs> does because it's in the here and now. It's live. It's live streaming. I would it's, say our, our audio is pretty perfect here between well, our, you know. We also have two podcasting mics. I mean, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when I was just live streaming for the first, oh God, a thousand live streams maybe, I had my Apple earbuds and that was my mic. Those sound pretty good too. I, I mean, as long as they're not rubbing up against your shirt or anything, it's right. it's a pretty solid sound. Right. Um, and it's an easy sound, right? It, it takes that. I think, you know, one of the things I, I think people get like jumbled up on is the whole like getting the process right and like waiting until I get a perfect, the process perfected before I start actually doing it versus like, you just have to keep doing it. And, and that's the only way you, you get more. I mean, I, I know I, I've been in a funk myself. I haven't released a, a Dreamers podcast episode in week, uh, many, several weeks now. Uh, because I've been, well, A, focused on this show and focused on the conference, but uh, B, just, you know, re trying to work on reimagining things. And I feel like I'm getting in that, that, that infinite loop of, is this, is this the right move and all that versus like what I've been doing since the beginning, which is like, I do it and then I figure it out. Right. And it's, and the problem that, that we, that we come into, I think it it doesn't matter what your what your medium is. It doesn't matter if you're a blogger or a vlogger, a video blogger, or a live streamer, or a podcaster, or you're a book writer. It, it doesn't matter. Whenever there's a thing that you do, you are always going to be hesitant to make that thing go into another form because you already know what great is. You have such an understanding of great, and now you've got some skin in the game because you've already been doing that thing for a while, and people are going to have expectations of you. And that was one of the reasons why I was so terrified to start a podcast because I'd been listening to podcasts for six years. I knew what good podcasts sounded like, and I knew what mine, what I wanted mine to be. And I'm a very low-tech gal, even though everything I do is techy, I am low-tech. I actually hate tech. So I'll do whatever I have to do to make it as easy as possible for me. 
And, and so I was really scared of that. And, and I knew that I didn't know how to dub in music and I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know how to do any, any of that stuff. And with live streaming, I never edited any of those 4,000 streams, none of them. But it also makes, I think, it, I think it makes you better, right? Because it forces you to think more on your toes. And like, if you go back and rewatch it after the fact, you're like, oh, I should have thought of that, you know, I, I, I should be able to connect the dots a lot quicker or, or whatever it is. Uh, stop doing the us and the ahs and the, uh, you know, unless it's part of your stick, uh, you know, I, you got to find what works for you and, and what, you know, and even ask, I would say asking other people that you trust that are watching it, you know, people that you maybe have become fans of your work who aren't necessarily like your best friend or your mom or your dad uh, to, to like say, Hey, like what, what part of this do you like or what, you know, and you could send out surveys and things of that nature, but like just having those couple of people that you're like, I, you know, you're constantly watching my stuff. Like what, what is it that I can do better at or where could I tweak it? That would make you feel like, like what would move the needle for you um, and make it, you know, make it just that much better. Um, let's see. Can confirm she does hate it <laughs> emily says i do hate that but you know it, it, it has to be easy right like if you if if you get to a point where your process takes way too much time and too much effort and too it's too convoluted it's like yeah it might be perfect but also might be perfectly not releasing on a regular schedule or or preventing you like yeah but you know it's like going to the gym like yeah i could go to the gym but then i like gotta go pack a bag and like put clothes on and then drive there and it's cold so i'm gonna have to walk through the you know the rain to get inside and then i'm gonna have to get a you know back get you know get out of there and then get a shower and it's like yeah i could just stay here and eat eat, eat like ice cream on the couch it's yeah it's cool. exactly it's, yeah, all, it's all good, good. <laughs> yeah i you know, i'll feel guilty later i'll worry about that later um, I don't need to worry about that right now, but it, you know, the thing is, is you got to find what makes you feel, like I said earlier, like you got to find what makes you feel good about doing it. Like, I mean, there was a point where I did, uh, I did a hundred videos in a row. So I, I released a hundred business lessons over the course of a hundred days mm -hmm. and each one was like, it was in a vlog style and I really want to get back to that. But the time commitment, um, is it's a, it's a lot of time commitment. So I've been trying to like, figure out like okay well if i shoot throughout the day and then i edit in the morning at like four or five in the morning then i can like still get to the shop at eight and still be there for my kids when i get home at the at night and then i'm not doing like all these things like i'm not trying to like shoot and edit and post all at once right like i could shoot throughout the day edit in the morning get you know and i can edit very 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 quickly with video i've, I've gotten pretty good you know doing things for like 100 days in a row gets you very good at something very rapidly and then post when i get to work because we have like a gigabit connection there so i just like bam like it's just it's just up there um you know so it's just like but then it's like oh but i gotta think of the thumbnail and then you know for youtube and for facebook and and then i gotta upload to youtube and i gotta upload to facebook now fast connections are good like trying to figure out all those things to like create the path of least resistance that's the that's the goal it's like what's the path lead? and and i and to anchors credit like they made that path of least resistance very accessible right take your phone out launch the app hit record start talking boom you're done like post 
and and you just path least resistance so you know live streaming i think enables you to do it so much you know easier because like like you said you just open up the phone boom record and we're gone or you open up the app here or the website here like Streamyard, like we're using right now and you just go um but you know i, I think one other thing that one i think one thing that, that got in my way because like i mean I, i've recently rebranded my show back to dreamers podcast from business with super joe pardo after being that for two years um you know i i feel like there's also like, and you said like, oh, your lighting shouldn't matter. Your, your, you know, what you're wearing shouldn't matter. All, like, all these things. But like, I, I feel like that got in the way. Um, like in my mind, all those things, it's like, oh, well, I'm trying to hit this target now of, you know, the big bad business person. Uh, and, and I feel like wearing my t shirt and jeans is not going to get, you know, is not going to, not going to get me there. Um, and I feel Gary like it got v in the way. It. I'm sorry. Gary V wears it. Zuckerberg wears it. Yeah, no, I believe me. I, I, I say it. all the same, all the same things. And I, and I still, for whatever reason, still have that, that block because when I talk to certain, like, you know, certain people, they say the state, they echo the same thing. Well, why are you not in like a button down shirt? Because that's what you're trying to, uh, you know, accomplish. Now, when I was the Dreamers podcast, it was all about business, but it was business in a more creative space. Mm -hmm. um, and that's one of the reasons I went back. I've gone back to that and and am gearing up to go back towards that uh, because I had a, a lot more, not just success in, in a monetary way, but I felt better about it and I felt better about myself. Um, and the product that I put out there, the books that I put out there, the way that I go about doing things is more me than trying to appease some person that I don't really care to, you know, to well, don't care that's, about. That's what you have to do. You, if you're not, I mean, you know, the words authentic, you know, transparent, they're slightly overused, um, really overused, but it is true if it, that if you are not true to yourself, and, and who you are and what you're about and your values, it's going to come across. And it's mm -hmm. going to come across through the writing, through the speaking, through, you know, your appearances on stage, through video. It's obvious to your viewers, to your listeners, to your readers, if you're not being yourself. It, it is obvious. And so if you're playing a part one can only play that part for so long. It, it, it is not sustainable. That is not a business plan to take on a role as somebody else. You, you cannot sustain that. So you first have to find out, you know, who you are and what you're about. And then you've got to know your audience. So your ideal client avatar or your ideal podcast listener, you've got to know that one person that you're speaking to. And you've got to keep speaking to them over and over and over again, every single episode or mm -hmm. every single blog post or every single video that you put out on, on YouTube. Or every single time you step on stage, that's who you're presenting for. That's who you're speaking to. And as long as that remains consistent and you remain consistent about who you are and what you're about, you will find success. Now, obviously, you have to be strategic about it, of course. You have to work <laughs> smart or you're, you will die from exhaustion. 
but you will find success if you stay with that because that is the path to success. That is sustainable for a real business and for a real successful future. The other is not. No, I would totally agree. Uh, and I've, I've lived it the last you know two years uh, that, it, it, you know, it was it was it was it was it was a constant bat it was a constant mental battle and a constant battle with friends of mine who were like you you know you should be dressed like this and you should be talking like this and it's like no i i i know that like i am wearing a button down shirt on my website but that's cuz like you get dressed up for the thing but i don't feel like i need to be dressed up every day cuz i'm not going to show up to work every day cuz the people that i i speak to are, are small business owners who don't you know, don't subscribe to the button down shirt corporate thing. So it, it, it's not real. Like it's not the reality that they're living. Right. And it's not the reality that I'm living or trying to live. So um, that's why I'm, I'm happy to be going back to, to what I was doing before, um, before I decided to, to make that change. And if, and if those people, and, and I'm sure they're all well-meaning because trust oh, me, yeah. oh, absolutely. I, you know, nobody encouraged me, not one, not one person on the planet encouraged me to start a business. Not one. They all, in fact, I was told over and over and over again, I would fail a hundred percent. No one ever encouraged me, not once. So all of those people and they're well-meaning because they want to keep you safe because they care about you, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, they're telling you all these things that they think would work or they think you should do or whatever. Well, first of all, most of those people have never had a successful business because most of the people on the planet have never had a successful business. And number two, those people are very likely not paying your bills, in which case, if they're in either one of those categories, their opinions no longer count. End of story. So, so I, I will say this, that, uh, I, a, hand, a handful of those people did have successful businesses. Um, but were they and, paying your bills? Uh, n n no, no, they were not. So, oh, not so, so they had to fall into both, both categories. They can't just do one or the other. Okay. Nope. One or the other. <laughs> they, nope. The opinions that they, they don't count it, you know, just because they think you should be in a button down shirt. What? <laughs> <laughs> have they met a podcaster? I, yeah, I I know, I know. I, hey, I believe me, I I totally get it. And my point, you know, like the even the so my website superjoeparo.com, right? Like, there's some people that are very adamant that they hate that name, um, and that are pretty close to me. And I'm like, look, the point being is, is that once you know, as as my persona has grown, as as the you know. Uh, my influence has grown. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. People are are connecting with it. So what? Like, what point does it make? You know, what difference does it make at that? Like, at a certain point, it just becomes like, oh well, it's Steven Tyler. He dresses like a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like that's what he does. Like he just chooses to do that. But yet, it doesn't make a difference. So my point is like, you get to that point where it doesn't. It just doesn't matter, right? Because you're doing well, it and you're doing it and doing it. Well, you know, and, and people agonize over the name of, of their business or the name of their <laughs> podcast or the podcast art, you know, all of that, right? So, yes, Emily, it's 100%. And they're probably not even wearing pants. They're just not even mentioning it. So, or they are, but someone edits it in post, right? It's all the same thing. So, most people just don't know. So, there, there's no reason that 
that you should be agonizing over all of that? Because the fact of the matter is when you first start your business, nobody knows you. So it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what the name of your business is or what the name of your podcast is because nobody knows you have a podcast. And yep. then once you grow your audience and people know, it doesn't matter because they already know. Yep. And they're going to listen to it anyway, or they're going to go to your website anyway, or they're going to buy batteries in your battery store anyway. It doesn't matter what it's called. The name Absolutely. really doesn't matter. The name means so much more to you than to anyone else. It Absolutely. be called something. Yes. Yes, it does. And then this is hashtag fix, fix and post, but you can't fix no pants in post. It's it's already what? it's been done. <laughs> like you've already you already recorded with no pants. And uh, <laughs> by the way, speaking of, of as you were saying earlier, speaking of paying the bills, uh, you should be thinking about joining us in September, September twenty fourth to twenty sixth, twenty twenty for Indie PodCon in Philadelphia. Well, just outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, about twenty minutes from the Philadelphia airport. It's a uh, short drive. Um, incredible time so many people uh, year after year this is our sixth year doing it if you haven't been uh go and watch the vlog it uh from last year or this well still this year uh indiepodcon.com slash vlog and if you want to save 10 percent on your ticket while you're at it you can go to indiepodcon.com slash register and pop in ipp uh, for a 10% discount. And I did get the, while we, while you were talking, Bonnie, I was able to get the 10% off uh, podcaster merch. Go to IndiePodCon.com slash shop. You can save 10% with promo code IPP. Whew. All right. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let me see. I'm just flipping through the little things here. Um, we, so we, uh, we've been talking about podcasting live streaming business and and how to uh you know i guess effectively brand yourself uh into your audience's minds like sear sear them into you know sear yourself into their mind um and you know i, I wanted to ask what what's one thing that you could tell somebody that's on the fence about live streaming to get them over the the like oh no but you know my hair is not right or i don't really feel comfortable with how i look or i'm too fat or i'm too this or i'm too that um what's what's one thing that you could tell them to get over that well let's see i built my business when i was 50 pounds heavier and i started in coffee shops because i didn't even have a desk at home so, uh, and I figured all I needed was free Wi-Fi, or all I needed was Wi-Fi and coffee and I could run a business. And that's exactly how I started. And then the coffee shop started giving me free coffee because I would always talk about them and I always held up my cup. <laughs> it was great. It was such a win. Um, so it was wonderful. But uh, you know, you can always come up with excuses of why <coughs> not, right? Why you shouldn't start, why you can't do this why you you can't try that that you you can always come up with excuses or you could just do it that's your choice right and you might not you might not succeed out of the gate probably true 
okay, so then what? So you try again. I mean, if you've ever watched a baby, they don't immediately start walking, right? They have gradual steps to get to walking. And even most animals, some animals are born with the ability to walk and they somehow just know how to do that, but they don't immediately do it in a beautiful gait. They don't, if you've ever seen them. So it is, you know, Chris Kermitzo says, start ugly, right? He's got a book, start ugly. Go ahead, start ugly. Because you know what? It's ugly for everybody. <laughs> all of those 4,000 plus live streams that I've done, I've listened to and watched all of them at least once, every single one. Every podcast that I've produced, I've listened to many, many, many times now before, except for that first one, before publishing many times. And that is how you get better. And I've, I've never asked people what they thought because I am my worst critic. I am going to be more critical of myself and everybody is than anyone could possibly be of them. Having said that, your audience will give you feedback even when you don't ask, which is a great thing. Those are your raving fans. Those are your people who love you and believe in you and want you to succeed. They will give you the feedback. I'm, I'm a horrible podcast editor. I'm bad. I'm, I'm the only thing I'm worse at is editing videos, which is why I just simply refuse to do that. So, so I do edit my own podcast and I make no bones about the fact that I do it myself so that they don't wonder who's this horrible person I'm paying to edit. Oh, it would be me. I have free labor <laughs> here. So it is me. So people know when they listen to my podcast, like the editing has got to be good enough right? It's mm -hmm. just got to be good enough. Nobody comes to my podcast for stellar sound, for per, you know, absolute pristine, whatever it is they're looking for. I don't even know what those things would be. They come for content. They come to learn how to start, grow, and scale a business. That's why they come to my podcast. And that's exactly what I deliver them. And it doesn't matter if it's live streaming or if, or if it's podcasting or whatever your medium is, you need to know what your stick is and you got to stick to it and keep delivering value every single time. And you know what? If your hair's not perfect, okay. Are they there for the hair? Because unless you're doing beauty tips or hair tips, in which case your hair better be on point <laughs> every single time and your lighting really should honestly be good if that's what you're doing. But otherwise... Who cares? I mean, I literally was on Periscope one day. I'll never forget. Well, it was actually more than one day um, where I had a Sharpie, a black Sharpie marker. And I was saying, you know, I have a little bit more gray here than I'd like. Hold on a minute. And I just colored it in and smushed it like I will do in between colorings. And I did it. Yeah. On a global platform live. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who cares? People come for the content and your audience will know you and like you and respect you for you. Not because you're trying to be some other person, in which case you better never go away from what that other person is. You got to be that other person now. You can't ever stop. That's how you have to be. I only can remember how to be me.
I can't remember how to be someone else that it's I really did. hard. <laughs> I don't even know what I had for lunch yesterday. So I just make it easy on me. I just do me. Yeah. Well, what you, you know, what you had for lunch yesterday will never be on the test that you need to pass. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. Cause I would not, I seriously cannot remember tonight's dinner was ice cream with chocolate on top. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so what, um, what would you say podcasting has, has done for you, uh, in the last like couple months? Like, is it, is it opened you, your mind up? Has it changed how you think about, uh, hosting? Has it thought, has it changed, you know, what, what does it, what, what has changed for you since starting your podcast? So podcasting podcasting has literally changed my life in so many ways. First of all, I, I went to PodFest in uh, March and I went there before I even, I had not launched my podcast yet. I had just told Jessica Kupferman uh, what I wanted my podcast name to be. She was the first person I told and I figured if she liked it, it was done and she liked it and it was done. That was it. That's how Child I to Jessica Kupferman. Yeah. I mean, I thought, you know what, that's good enough. So, um, so that's, that's uh, how I started. And I had known podcasters, um, really most of them through live streaming. So Michael O'Neill, um, he has the solopreneur hour. Mm -hmm. His podcast was one of the first ones that I'd ever listened to. And he's actually, and I told him this, um, he's actually the reason that I'm an entrepreneur because he made it so accessible. He made it so doable. He talked about all the different things you need to do. And he had talked about six years ago, I was listening to this and I was taking notes six years ago about all of the steps that you need to do to create a podcast. And I remembered a lot of them when I, before I started mine. Um, so I, so I, I had kind of access to podcasters before I had ever met them at PodFest. And by going to PodFest, and that was the first conference I'd ever gone to by myself, paying for it by myself, everything on my shoulders. Um, I'd been recently divorced and uh, it was, um, uh, I had to go a week early so I would be brave enough and be done with all the anxiety attacks before the conference actually started. Worked out well. <sighs> and it allowed me to meet so many people and to be um to be around so many different types of podcasters and different subjects for podcasts that I didn't even know existed so many um everything from you know the corpcasters you know people who like would uh do a podcast for Peloton or I don't know, whatever. Um, I'm, I happen to be listening to a Netflix po um, podcast and loving it on the crown, loving it. I didn't even know that Netflix had podcasts until I heard Elsie Escobar talk about it one day. And I'm like, Oh my God, I, I wonder if there's one on the crown. Well, there is so, <laughs> podcasting has opened my mind and opened my entire existence up in so many different ways and has really allowed me to 100% again, be myself and step in 
as an authority in my field in terms of social media and marketing and live streaming into another environment, which is podcasting. So I'm not the expert podcaster. Hey, I make no bones about that. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely none. I went through three mics in my first three episodes and it sounds exactly like that. Listen to them. It's great. The first one, I'm talking directly into my MacBook. Hmm? (laughs) Ever wonder what that sound sounds like? That was my episode one. Um, So it's opened my entire being up in a lot of different ways. And it's allowed me to, as I've always said, literally get into the head of my audience. So now my audience, instead of watching me on live stream where they've got to be right there with their cell phone or their tablet or their, their laptop, they've got to be right there. Live streaming is not really very mobile. Um, and you should be looking at the stream. Otherwise, why is somebody live streaming it, right? Um, <laughs> so that's very different from podcasting where somebody's always going to be multitasking. You're always going to be doing something while, even if it's just driving, whatever, you're always going to be doing something while you're listening to podcasts. But at the same time, that person, your audience literally has you in them in their head. They literally have you in their head. And that's, it's a very different type of an intimate relationship that you're having with people you may never know, with people you may never meet all over the world, with an audience that can only be limited by the number of people on the planet, which I find very exciting and also terrifying all at the same time. (laughs) So it's, it's allowed all of those things to happen. There's no ceiling. There's absolutely no ceiling to how big somebody's business could be, to how um, big somebody's podcast could could be, and also to the reach that they could have and, and to the difference that they could make with people, once again, that they may never see and the difference that they may never know. But it is absolutely possible every single episode. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. <laughs> I'd agree with all that. I think, uh, I think it's, I think it's also great that we get to own our own uh, feed, our own, you know, destiny. As far as, um, I mean, I don't know how yours is is hosted, but um, you know, depending how it's hosted, you're not host, you're not, you're not held back by the gatekeepers uh, because you have, you know, as long as you have it on your own website, you have your own domain, you're hosting your RSS feed. Um, through you know reputable uh podcast hosts like you you're controlling there is no like youtube where they could be like ah it's off you know got the thanos snap gone uh it's it's really it's really all on you uh to drive traffic to it to to monetize it how you you see fit how to uh you know say what you want to say and and people are able to to go and and consume that content regardless of you know, Apple saying, "Oh yeah, no, we don't like what you're saying, so we're we're just going to take you you off our feed." Like, cool, no problem. People can use their own RSS feed. You know, people really want your content. If they if other people really feel strongly enough about, it, they will find a way to consume your content. Whether it's just going straight to your website and what you know, watching or listening right off the website, or or subscribing to the RSS feed with their own uh subscri- you know podcast app. Mm-hmm. Um, that's 
it, it's you you are you are in control of your destiny um and and i think that that's a, a really powerful tool um that not everybody understands and not everybody is not right for necessarily everybody right because a lot of people want to be a part of like oh i'm part of the youtube community oh i'm part of the facebook community oh i'm part of the you know and they're going to help promote my thing the way they see fit and that's a, and i'm okay with that um but i think it's just it you know as long as you're excuse me comfortable um with the unknown then you know podcasting is excuse me perfect for that for that opportunity uh for you to control all that so so bonnie before we wrap up here is uh is there any uh last thoughts you'd like to leave our our guests with our wow. guests, our, um, our audience was, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was hard before I started. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it and post something. Really. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, sure. Well, first of all, I, I mean, I would love to say that, that podcasters, podcasters are an interesting bunch because um, for whatever reason, they think that monetizing their podcast means that they have sponsors and or Patreon. And I've monetized my podcast many times over and I don't have sponsors and I don't have Patreon and I don't plan on having Patreon and sponsors. I know logically will not come for a while. I've only been, I've done 25 episodes so far. <laughs> Woo! So yeah, I don't expect that to be coming anytime soon and it's fine if it never comes. I'm totally okay with that because I know lots of other ways to monetize my podcast. And so in my mind, and people podcast for a whole bunch of different reasons, right? For lots of different reasons. And a lot of people are, you know, are hobby podcasters or hobbyists or whatever. You know, they don't plan on making money. However, my thing is, if you're going to be spending all that time podcasting because it does take time, you know, the actual talking into the mic is probably the least amount of time that you spend in terms of the whole process. And so my thing is, if you're going to be doing it anyway, why not make money? And it doesn't matter what your, your topic is. It doesn't matter who your audience is. It absolutely does not matter. There are absolutely unlimited ways that you could make money from your podcast, every single podcast. So I don't know uh, why people aren't, uh, but if they aren't, they can, I can certainly, I'll be more than happy to help them do that. Um, and whether it's podcasting or live streaming or <coughs> YouTubing or, or, or blogging, any of it, you don't have to do any of it ever. I, I've, I'm the only live streaming expert who's ever said, as far as I know, who's ever said live streaming's not for everybody. And I said that from the beginning because it's not. You don't have to be in front of the camera and you don't have to be behind a mic. Nobody has to do anything they don't want to. I don't know if anyone ever told you this. Maybe your parents told you the opposite. I know mine did. <laughs> so, but I am here to tell everybody that you don't have to do anything you don't want to. You don't have to podcast if you don't want to. You don't have to edit your podcast if you don't want to. You don't have to have stellar light if you don't want to. You don't have to ever be in front of the camera if you don't want to. Don't do it. It's okay. But if you have great content, you will have great success. You've, you've got to have strategy behind it, and you, you need to monetize accordingly. 
But if you've got good stuff to say, say it. Doesn't matter the medium that that you're using. Yep, I couldn't agree more. Bonnie, thank you so 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 much for for taking the time tonight to uh, to to discuss live streaming, podcasting, business building, and encouragement um, above all else and motivation. I know I feel more motivated uh, to to get out of my funk and and get back to uh, creating. I mean, I've been feeling that way. I just haven't. I mean, I haven't actually. My son was sick twice in November. We we're in the hospital twice in November, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and um, and then I got sick this last like week. So like, I haven't um done as much as I would like to, normally would prefer to do. But um, but yeah, so like, I I'm looking forward to to creating and getting back to creating as well. And and I know there's a lot of people out there that have been reaching out to me saying, hey, like, where's where can I find those like episodes, like the new stuff and where's it at? And it's like, yes, I, I know, I know. Well, I'm, I'm still only one person. I might be super Joe Pardo, but I still am only one person. Okay. So my question would be, do they have kids? Uh, let me think. Uh, one of them. No. Um, <laughs> if they uh, have kids, they totally not young kids it. that are and one and three. Don't, they won't. <laughs> No, I know. And that's what a lot of people try to remind me of. Like, you know, you got two kids and and it's there's it's just so much. I mean, that's one of the reasons why um even with going back to doing the show uh as the Dreamers podcast, like I, you know, Dreamers podcast primarily was a interview show. Mm-hmm. The amount of time I have to conduct said interviews is very slim. Mm-hmm. Uh in fact, I I make I you know, I I did, like fight tooth and nail to make this time to do this show with a guest host um and one of the reasons it was so easy is because it's podcasters i love talking podcasting i love talking tech i love talking business and the other reason is is when i put out the link to for people to like sign up to come join me and come hang out on a wednesday night at eight o'clock eastern every wednesday you can come check the show out on facebook live uh in the facebook group you can join us at indiepodcon.com slash group the reason is because it filled up so quick <laughs> like you know the the i only made up until may available and every single week that was available this filled up except for i think there's like three slots left in may so if you want to jump in uh and be a guest you can go to indiepodcon.com slash guest you like how i'm like uh, spitting out that, that whole uh outro here so yeah so it's it's one of those things that just trying to you know, make the time and make it so, re- you know, regimented has really helped me, especially with this show. Um, whereas like with dreamers podcast, like if I would, I would love to just go back to doing a daily show. Like, absolutely. The, and I'm trying to figure out how I could fit that into my life. Well, part of that is I have to make sure I wake up at like f- between four and 5. AM every single day to make that happen. Cause I got to have that hour to edit the, ep- you know, to edit the video together and, and get it shipped off. So, it's it's those things that I'm just like I'm trying to like figure out like can I get back to doing it and I was on that path and then we went to the hospital last week and it was thanks you know and then we got out of the hospital and then I was sick and then Thanksgiving and and then we went to on a trip with the family down to DC and Baltimore like it, it's just ha- like I got to be able to get a, like navigate around that and get out in front of it before. You know, and and I guess for myself, like I don't want to commit to something I'm not going to be able to do, right? So I don't want to put it out there. Like, here's my flag. Like, I'm going back to daily, yo. 
and then like four days in 10 days in like i'm already like starting to fall behind so you know i think um you know i i think it's just a matter of 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 figuring out what's what's going to work for you as you said you don't have to do live stream you don't have to do the facebook you don't have like i mean i would recommend finding just one thing that you enjoy doing and then getting really really good at that rather than being like well i gotta have the instagram so i gotta do instagram live and you know the, the gary v like you gotta be everywhere like that sounds great when you have a team of people standing around you like okay oh oh you're doing this thing with let me take some pictures okay i'm posting instagram as if i'm at gary v like cool but like not everybody has that spouse or they have two kids who are under the age of four and you know it's like even trying to like get you know take video and stuff is is a pain because now that dom's a lot more mobile the one-year-old is almost two you know having holding my camera in my hand and and trying to bring ring him in is is a lot harder so i'm like i i got a there's like a sling behind my head over here that i'm gonna try to like connect it to that and vlog with that because i can like put the um the 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 manfrotto mini tripod into that and and at least then i can like sling it to my side so i have two hands because that's it's getting more like it's getting harder and harder to now because before when like you just hold him in one arm i always have one hand free like no big deal now he's so much more mobile you need two arms to ring him in and then Ava, she's almost four. And she wants to run off and do her own thing. So, you know, I, you know, it's, it, I gotta find, I gotta find what's gonna work for me to, so I can get it back to, to daily. Cause I, I, you know, what I love, I love, like you said, having something to say. And I love, I feel like the more you, it, it's like, it's like vomit, word vomit, right? The more you say, the more you're gonna have to say because the more thoughts are gonna come to your mind, the more connect dots you're gonna connect, and the more you're gonna wanna like, put it out there and um and and when i feel like i and when i don't have that out outlet i feel like i'm i just don't feel myself as much as i as i did before so i totally get that i totally <laughs> do. but now also now um you know there are so many more uh, there are apps and there are different mics and there are attachments and there are um uh, you know, different types of tripods and, and things that, you know, that keep the, the camera steady, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, there are so many more ways to do, if you want to live stream or you want to do video or you want to live stream or video your podcast, wh- however you yeah. want to do that, if you want to have something that involves a camera, um, <laughs> there are so many more ways now that you can do that with podcasting that is mobile, literally mobile where you've you've got it and you're working with your phone you don't Mm -hmm. need you know any of these other things you don't need your mic on a boom arm because you're carrying your (laughs) handheld mic and it's into your phone and you've got boss jock jr or you've got whatever it is you've got and you're podcasting that way and the sound can be great and mm-hmm. you can still do your editing and you can still pipe in the music if you want to have music and be all pro that way. What you could do all of that and do it mobile. You can absolutely do it that way. So it can whether it's podcasting or or any of any of the types of ways of being visible and and getting your name out there that we've talked about, you can do all of it and fit it into your life. 
every single thing. It doesn't matter what your thing is. You can absolutely fit it into your life. You should not be fitting your life into it. That is the opposite of having a life worth living. You should be fitting whatever it is into your life. Yep. I, I totally agree. Um, and, and I would, I would say, uh, yeah, I mean, you can, I mean, you can edit video on your phone. I don't know that I would recommend it. Um, at that point I would say just live stream and then worry about taking that live stream and converting it after the fact. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know, just because of the sake of trying to shoot video and edit on a phone, it just, you know, I mean, you can get really fast at it, but like, it's just not the fast, it's, it's not, the, it's just not the fastest way of going about doing it. Um, but yeah, so, so anyway, everybody, uh, you know, like I said before, you should totally join us it's September 24th to the 26th, get 10% off, uh, with, uh, offer code IPP at IndiePodCon.com slash register. If you haven't been to the merch shop yet, you should totally drop in IndiePodCon.com slash shop. Save 10% with offer code IPP. We uh, had a few people take up on the the Black Friday 25% off sale. It was pretty awesome seeing a bunch of merch go out at once because uh, they took a greatly advantage of that discount. Um, which it was probably almost too much of a discount, honestly, because <laughs> I didn't make much money at, at that point, uh, by the time, uh, you know, the, the, the printer and everything got paid, but it's okay. I wanted the stuff to get out there and, uh, people to, to have them. Well, anyway, then, in that case, you and I need to talk about how you can raise your margins. Oh and no! The I, are too low. Well, the margin, the uh, the margins are good. It's just at, at, at when it, you take the twenty five percent off and you your shipping is five dollars, like flat rate. It doesn't it doesn't work. So anyway, uh, if you or somebody you know wants to start a podcast, go to indiepodcon.com slash SAP and drop in there. There's tons of videos uh, integrated right in. It takes you step to step uh, from from conceptualizing your podcast. Like two thirds, if you're worried about the tech end of it, two thirds of this thing has nothing to do with tech. It's it's all about like getting the the focus and the audience and who, you know, who is this for and, you know, what your niche is going to be. Um, and like almost every step of the way has a YouTube video with a talk from you. Most of them are from MapCon, but some of them are podcast episodes like this one, uh, which this episode will probably actually get injected in there as well, because there is just so much uh, great value that that Bonnie, Bonnie brought to the table here. Everybody, I hope you all have a great week. And shout out to Lou. Thank you, uh, Emily. Thank you for for all the great comments. And uh, Lou, thank you for for joining every Wednesday night and listening. It has been a pleasure uh, serving all of you. And I hope you all have a a great week. I hope everybody gets their Christmas shopping, uh, or or Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa shopping, or Boxing Day shopping, whatever. Whatever thing you got going on, I hope that you're able to get all that shopping uh, done and safely. Um, I don't think did anybody get get mobbed this week or crushed this this past weekend. I did it cyber shopping. I was. It's, good. You, have you seen the so cy, so not to go on the but like Cyber Monday has now become Cyber Week. I've seen it in two places. Yes, I've seen it in more. Yeah. Oh, all of a sudden. I have never, I've got so many emails in my inbox. I've never done this before. And I'm like, 
I bet you have. Oh, I'm extending it. I'm extending it to Tuesday. And then they're like, oh, we forgot. We're extending it to Wednesday. I'm like, oh, my God. You know what's funny is and, and and to speak to the business end of it, uh, was I don't want to put them on blast, but there was a company that sent me out an email saying, Oh, here's our Cyber Monday deal. And I was like, Oh, cool. Like, I'll buy a year of that service for uh for 25 or 30 percent off or whatever it is. Like, yeah, cool. So I click on the link and it goes to a 404 link. So I write back to their because they sent it from their support link, like their support email, sent back. They don't get back to me for like six hours and they said, oh, sorry, that deal's already expired. And I basically I, I wrote back and said, what the hell? I sent you an email six hours ago asking about this. And now you're just saying, oh, oh, well, like, what the hell is that? So then they send the email back almost instant, like almost like right back and said, oh, we're sorry. We extended this to Thursday. No problem. Like you can take it. So then I, I, I slept on it till tuesday i go click the link and it says oh ex it orders expired and i was like you know what screw them like i don't i don't need their service anyway uh, i'm not giving them my my 30 some dollars for a year well, <laughs> normally it's like 50 some dollars for the year but you know it's a great it's a great product but i am done Friday and all of that people feel so compelled as a business person Oh, you don't have a Black Friday special? You have to have a Black No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't no. ever have to have any special ever in your whole life. Nope. Hello, Birkin bags. They don't go on sale. They just don't. In fact, they are always in scarcity. And you're lucky if you get one. You have to apply. So you don't have to do that. And most of the people who buy things on a Black Friday special or a small Saturday or a whatever it is, Sunday or a Cyber Monday, now Tuesday, now Wednesday, now probably tomorrow, whatever it is, <laughs> they don't tend to buy things that they wouldn't have already bought anyway. They don't just jump to buy something they never thought of buying because it's now 25% off. I mean, if it was like 70 or 80% off, then like, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, it's, it becomes an impulse buy where it's like, yeah, I'll spend 10, 20, 30, 50 bucks on something that would normally be $500. Yeah, yeah that sounds too good to be true. I'll, I'll bite. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and as Emily says, especially as a service business, don't uh, discount your time. Could yeah. not agree more with that. That's, that's for darn sure. Um, that is, you know, too too precious to to do that. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's wrap it up here. Everybody, have a great week. My guest next week. I always keep forgetting to do this right up until the end here. My guest next week is Heather Warburton, who came to uh, Mapcon Five um, almost like on a last minute thing. Uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation because she is involved with a whole bunch of activist uh, stuff with her podcasting and like journalism. So I'm really looking forward to get that aspect into into the show. So if you're into activism and, and that type of thing, I, I think it's going to be it's going it should be an interesting, uh, interesting listen or watch. So we'll be back on what next Wednesday, uh, the 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern time everybody have a great week thanks again bonnie very much appreciated thank you